Hello and welcome to the People's Pundit Podcast, where the truth hurts. I'm your host, Chris Papa, and I'm going to be giving you an insight into my thinking in terms of football. I am a mad Chelsea fan, but I definitely ain't deluded like many other football fans. Over time, we'll be joined by guest supporters of other clubs to discuss and debunk any delusions that they may have about their club. So please like and subscribe, but more importantly, please enjoy. Come on, Chelsea! Hey guys, welcome back. Today, I'm going to be discussing our Premier League all-time 11. And to help me do that, I've been joined by an Arsenal fan, Stav, a Manchester United fan, Zach, a Tottenham fan, Stav, and a Liverpool fan, Mike. What we will do to make it fair... We're all going to nominate a player for each position. And with that, we will come to a decision. Obviously, some won't agree. But between us, we will find the best 11 since the Premier League started. How's everyone doing, first of all? Yeah, good. Good? Good. Good. Great, thank you. Lovely. Right, we shall crack on. We're obviously going to start with a goalkeeper. So, Stav, you begin. Good evening, gentlemen. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start with Peter Schmeichel in goal. I think the the shirt I'm wearing suggests I'm not going to argue with that statement. So, yeah, I'll go with uh, the Big Dane as well. That's fair. Um, obviously, myself, I'm going to go with the clean sheet specialist, uh, Petr Cech. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to agree with the boys, Peter Schmeichel, different class. I'll make that number four, Peter Schmeichel. So, we've got a four to one vote. All right, fair enough. So, obviously, Schmeichel goes into the team, but... Let me just explain to you why I believe they're wrong. I'll get my 30 <laughs> seconds here, surely. Yeah, you've got your... Take your time. Your I, show I actually man. took the time to, show. to work out why Czech is the best. Right, so Czech, statistically, has the most clean sheets in Premier League history. He's got the most golden gloves in Premier League history, which means he's kept the most clean sheets uh, in the seasons going up each year. Um, he was the first goalkeeper to reach 1,000 minutes without conceding a goal. Did you know that? I didn't. See, there you go. He also had the, who was the first goalkeeper to reach uh, 100 clean sheets as well, beating Schmeichel, who had a chance to get there before him. That's a lie. He was the fastest keeper to do that, sorry. <laughs> and did you know that he had a better clean sheet ratio than your chosen Schmeichel? Yeah, so I think what you have to remember about Schmeichel is Schmeichel came into Man United uh, in 86, 87. And in 86, 87, United were a mid-table team. They weren't they weren't fighting at the same levels you were. They certainly didn't have a billionaire that had just built one of the best teams in the country almost overnight. And I mean, Fergie wasn't even didn't sign Schmeichel. Schmeichel was already there when Ron Atkinson was there. So I think if you look at Schmeichel's record from I guess 92, 93 for that five years between 92, 93 up to when we won the treble in 99 and he left. I think that period, if you isolate that period, he wouldn't have been far off Czech. I still don't think he would have had the records that Czech had because they were exceptional and I don't think they'll ever get beaten. But it's unfair to those stats to go side by side because there's a big period of history where it's not relative, I think. That's fair enough, but... Um, yeah, just so everyone knows, I'm not saying Schmeichel wasn't great. I mean, like I say, I don't think there was a wrong answer here. It is just those two miles above everyone else, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, just to let you guys know as well, we've also got a bit of an age range. We've got the youngest, which is... 28. 28, and the oldest, which is... 52, Michael, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 41. 41, so yeah. We've um, 
we've got an age range, so you can't just say everyone's looking at it from 95 or 96 onwards. It's based from 92 all the way to now. All right, well, I feel well, I've lost that one. That's fair. We're going to move on to left back. Um, again, we'll start with Gustav. Who have you gone for your left back? Ashley Cole. Yeah, that hurts me a little bit to say it, but... Right, I, he, he was I, at I Arsenal. I know, I know. But, I, you know, there's a bit of bitterness there. But for me, Ashley Cole, um, one of the main things that I loved the way he played was the way he overlapped. Yeah. His overlap game changed the game for wing-backs, uh, left-backs across the world. And I, and, I, and I just thought he was the best at it. Fair enough. And his achievements, he, he won the league couple times with us, a couple times with you. Well, just once the one with, with us, just with you, yeah, you won three. The three Premier League titles is not Champions bad. Champions League, he won Europa. Exactly, he, he, he's done it all and I do think he's a quality player. Fair um, Zach, who would you like to um, nominate? So, I mean, I find it quite difficult to look anywhere other than Cole. I'm, I have, but there was hardly anything in it. So I could be easily convinced and I've gone with Dennis Irwin. Um, Fair enough. And I think the reason why I've gone with Dennis Irwin, firstly, is because I'm a United fan, so there's always going to be some bias about Dennis Irwin. But I think the fact that this guy was two-footed, he's a right-footed left-back, but he was both right foot, left foot. He was taking free kicks, he was taking penalties, he had an unbelievable delivery, the amount of assists he used to pick up in a season. He was the old-school Alexander-Arnold, what he's doing now, where everyone looks at Trent as this guy who... Going forward, he's unbelievable. His delivery is unbelievable. He's the way that he can contribute to the, the team attacking yeah. from a defensive position is, is amazing. And I think that Dennis Irwin was the first real defender in the Premier League to have that, uh, that attacking element option. as well, uh, where people thought about it. So that was why I went with him. But <laughs> I'm definitely not going to try and have any big debates about Ashley Cole either. I think either of them would have a shout. But yeah, I'm going with Dennis Irwin for my Yeah, that's team. fair. That's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> sorry. I'm going to just go straight in and say Ashley Cole for myself. Um, yeah, I mean, Stav's pretty much said it all for me. So yeah, I don't really need to elaborate. Ashley Cole for myself. Okay, I went for someone a little bit different. I went for Stuart Pierce. Uh, number one, because I wanted to choose a player that Mike might remember from his era. <laughs> um, and, but most importantly, because it, similar to similar to Irwin, actually, scored a lot of goals. Uh, got up and down well. Ruthless, a fierce defender. Proper old school um, left back. Um, just a shame he didn't win too much in the game, but Never top, top, top. for missing that penalty. Anyway. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what about you, Mike? Who have you gone for? Uh, so again, left back was the weakest position in the Premier League. I don't think there were that many world class left backs. All other positions, you can argue three or four different players. Left back, I agree with Zach on Irwin. He was a modern day right fullback, running up and down, scoring lots of goals and assists. But I've gone for Ashley Cole because of the pace, and he was a solid defender. That's fair. Okay, uh, so we've agreed Ashley Cole as our left back. Now we're gonna go. We'll go right back first, and then we'll jump in with the centre-backs. Uh, Stav, go for it with your right back. Let's just get our nominations first, and then we'll, if anyone wants to elaborate after. Right we'll back, elaborate. I'm going with Gary Neville. Okay, and Zach? Gary Neville as well. I'll make it three for Gary Neville. I went for someone a little bit different. Okay. I went for Zabaleta. Okay. Um, again, a little bit different. He won a lot what? with City. <laughs> Zabaleta. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I number know one. Uh, again, very dynamic. 
uh, got up and down, scored some goals as well. Uh, no, he was a good player. I liked him. No, and he was a bit different to uh, Zabalata Zabalata was a good player. Was I good mean, player. as much as Stav's had that laugh, Zabalata no, he was, he was, was a serious right yeah. back, captain the Premier League winning side. Exactly, we forget that. He yeah. scored goals as well. He got forward. Yeah, he was a good player. He was a good shot. And uh, Mike? Hate to say it, but Gary Neville. <laughs> yeah. Hate the guy, but... No, that's fair. All right, so that's pretty much four versus one. So we're going to go... Happy with that, yeah. Neville. Right, now... I think, I think we've got to give Neville a, a, a 30 seconds. Oh, take it away. No. United fan, I, if anyone I, else I, wants I, to. I'll, yeah, I'll have a oh, go yeah for go for it, go for it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think Gary Neville... Um, at the present is one of the best pundits in the game. I just want to throw that out there. Firstly, because I think Fair he's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he pips you just, just by a okay, little that's bit. Fair. That's fair. Um, but Gary Neville, I think he's a class act. Um, he might have not been the most talented footballer, um, but he, he's a great example of uh, hard, hard work, work, doing it, like putting in the hours and having that motivation to win. And I think he, he's a true... Like uh, he's a Great. true champion, um, uh, but to be honest, right back was a bit of a hard position to choose. If I'm honest, I mean, Th- there is nobody else that I could think that I could have thought of that stands out as much as Gary Neville at right back. Not Loren, uh, not for Loren. Us, not the nah, nah, nah. Ivanovic for us. I- Ivanovic came close for me. Yeah, Ivanovic came I close. Went with Neville as well. Um, but I just went with Neville because he won more league titles anymore, and the fact that he wasn't as talented as every, everybody yeah, that's else. Cool. That's what pipped it for me. I, I agree. Gary Neville was not world class, yeah. but he was consistent week in week out for ten years. For his basic, his consistency. Yeah. That's why he gets it. Well, well look cool. at the team that he's got. He's, he's broke into as well. He's been in the same class ninety two as as Scholes and Beckham. And gigs, they were they were entertaining players to watch. Yeah, How do you stand out as a short, like five foot seven right back with one very one footed and limited technical ability, and build a career to play thirty eight games a league, thirty eight games a season in the league, captain in the team for twelve years? You've got to have something special about you as a person. And and your attitude to football to be able to to stay at the top for that long without having real bags of ability, which he didn't have. So yeah, that Fair was enough. my reason. Can I, can I just ask? Because Mike Mike said something interesting. He said Neville wasn't world class. Are we saying there was no world class right backs in the Premiership history? If he if Neville is the <laughs> best, like one? I think ability. I think ability wise, we're I mean, saying I f- that. I think yeah. I mean. Listen, Carragher was right when he said no. Oh, Grant wanted to be a Neville. Yeah, from ninety to years. say two thousand and five. The only fullbacks that were considered world class were Brazilians. Yeah, yeah. Cafu, yeah. Carlos, Maldini yeah. for Italy, uh, and that. Italy, the, yeah, it's true. Think about it. In the Premiership, world class players didn't start coming right until backs. the money came in. It's true. And I think if we had a Man City fan here, Kyle well, Walker would don't. be getting a shout. <laughs> but we don't. But if we did have a, I think <laughs> if we had a, no, no seriously, I think, I think if you had a Man City, don't if you had a Manchester okay. City no, fan they, they here might, now, they might argue you would have Kyle there, Walker. He there plays at no argument in the world for Kyle Walker. Uh, said, fan, we're talking about for a City fan in Premier League history. Yeah, for a City guys, they paid fifty million pounds, the most expensive fullback in Premier League history, and he's won more leagues. Then who? Gary Neville. 
No, not than Gary Neville, but he's won more leagues than most right backs that have played in the Premiership. But how anyway, how we got to move two? on. All right, so, so we'll move on. Listen, we've got Gary Neville. Well, I thought that was a bit of a straightforward just, one. And now just because we're, we're going to have this debate later on as well. There's players playing today that when they retire... Could be in the conversation. Will be in it. Yeah, but it's too sure. early, exactly. It's yeah, too early yeah, to be considered now. So I can see both points. Fair enough, yeah. that's cool. Fair enough. All right, so now we're going to go centre-backs. How we're going to do this is we're all going to nominate two each. If we've got two that have got the most nominations, they go into the team. Yeah. If there's a three or four, then we do a, a voting. So Stav, who was your two? My two I've gone for... It was a difficult one. Um, I've gone Vidic and Ferdinand. Fair enough. Unfortunately. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, Zach, who have you gone for? for? <laughs> Unfortunately for who? John Terry. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> um, I've gone Ferdinand and Terry. Uh, and the reason why, I, I guess we'll go through a little bit, but Ferdinand and Terry is why I've gone with. Um, yes, I've gone for the same two. I did have Vidic with Terry at one stage when I was doing the draft, but uh, we actually have a kind of conversation about it. And if you want to get a balance, Terry and Vidic were more similar than, say, Terry and Ferdinand. So I've gone Terry and Ferdinand as my centres, my two centre-backs. Um, I've gone for, I mean, I've changed my mind about seven times <laughs> in the last seven minutes. <laughs> I've ended up with Carvalho and company. Ricardo Carvalho. Yes. I mean, I'm happy. But yeah. <laughs> okay, and yourself? I've gone Ferdinand and... Company. (laughs) Okay. So that gives us a tie with a couple of players. I think so we had one, two, three, four Ferdinands. So he's definitely in the team. And we have John Terry at two, I think. uh, And company at two. Yeah. So we've got our Mr. Decider over here. Who you wanted to to chuck in today between company and Terry. So I've got to choose between company and two. That's the third. That's it, the, are we going to give him the reasons Vinic. why? Yeah, but Vidic is only one, so it's, he doesn't get the vote because they, they drew 2-2 two, two on okay. votes. So yeah, if you can quickly tell us who you think between company and Terry. Uh, I've got to go... By the way, guys, I can't believe what I'm hearing. I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go John Terry. Okay. Now, between company just... and Terry, I'll go John Terry. Between Terry and anyone, you go John Terry, and I'll explain why. I think I think I, I think before we before we move off this, yeah. we've both got our reasons for John Terry, yeah. which I think everybody kind of knows. It's clear. I think the dark horse being company, we should let these guys put yeah, this go, case you go, forward you go, first. You got you got company first. Is and we got a, tro- a chance to change your mind. Yeah, if they, if they could change your mind here, that's fine. But also, yeah. I'd like my 30 seconds on John Terry. Yeah, of course. Go for it. We'll I, I've got a few points, and I'll let you go. So, again, John Terry was part of the most expensive squad built in the Premier League era. They was there and he was there. He was there with the best holding midfielder. I think it was McAuley at the time. He he had all the right players around him. Ashley Cole, who we've already spoken about. Peter Cech. So Carvalho. He oh, had, great side He had were. the best back five he was in. Company... He left Man City and look how far they've dropped. Every Man City player and fan will tell you company held them together. Okay. I disagree. Same with Chelsea. In, dis- the team. in the dressing room, I agree. But for the last two seasons, he hardly played. Correct. He was injured. He hardly played. They won the league both times in a row. So they won the league two years back to back. And Without I don't him. think he had 10 appearances in two seasons. He did. 
and he scored the, the crucial goal. Look at your he scored the crucial goal, goal, but we're they not picking centre points. backs on twenty five yards. With him in, it, in there, than without, when he's missing. Without. Okay, so I think you've got a good point for company. I just but don't I just think that's Terry. the point. I just can't beat Terry anyway. I'm, yeah. I'm going to quickly go for it. I mean, I, mean, I look. I mean, look, I thought company was a great leader. I think it was great in the air. I thought it was great on the ball. He was ruthless. He got goals as well. I know it's similar to Terry, and there's very, I mean, there's very little between all of them. But he had that, I don't know, he had a bit of class. He was better on the ball, Um, a bit more composed um, than Terry was. As a Chelsea fan, I'd love to just blow this out of the water. Everything he just said about company is John Terry. John Terry scored all the goals. Apart from the composure on the ball. Well, really? Are you sure? Uh, Have you seen the stats for his passing? I'm sure you've got everything else stat there. Right, we're going to (laughs) go stats now, yeah? Most yeah, decorated captain in Premier League history is John Terry. So you want to talk about a leader. He was the most decorated captain in Premier League history. Behind him was Roy Keane on four. Then you've got most clean sheets from a defender in Premier League history. The least goals conceded in a season in Premier League history. The highest scoring defender in Premier League history. Most clean sheets in one season, 24. In Premier League history, he got PFA Player of the Year as well in 2004-05. And also he got the most appearances from any defender in the world in um, UEFA team from the Premier League so in, any defender in the Premier League sorry to be the UEFA Champions team, League team of the year uh, UEFA and World Team of the Year um, his defensive record in terms of his um, tackling success 77% tackling success his clean sheets almost half of his games played in the Premier League he kept a clean sheet 46% it's ridiculous how anyone can even argue that he isn't number one, let alone I've got to try and get him into the team, is beyond me. I can't, I can't <laughs> believe what I'm hearing. Yeah. I get everyone hates no, Chelsea, Abramovich, no, 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 I'm going to give my reasons for Terry as well now. I get everyone hates Terry because of his private life, but we're talking about on the pitch. He is, he is undoubtedly the best defender <laughs> Premier League history. Yeah, seen. so I think, look, to back you up, because yeah, I'm know, saying know, Terry yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to make a team here that's got some balance behind it. We're not looking to put 11 technically, (laughs) 11 strikers, 11 technically gifted players. And I think when it comes to defending, Terry and Vidic are the best two defenders to have played in the Premiership for me. They were the best two defenders. Now, you can't play them alongside each other because then no one's going to pick up the ball off the goalkeeper. No one's going to carry the ball forward. No one's going to set up attacks with the midfield because... They're not that kind of quality. That's why Ferdinand got in my team over Vidic because Ferdinand had a bit of pace and he was a great footballer. I don't think he was a better defender than Vidic, but he was a better player. But you don't need two nuts that jump in front of the ball and put their body on the line. You only need one. And I don't think anyone's ever done that better than Terry. Blocks, interceptions, kind of literally last ditch, last minute. Terry was that guy. And if Ferdinand's alongside him to deal with those quick wingers, the, the the quick pacey strikers to try and get in behind, as a partnership, you can't beat those two. So that I do, I'm not saying Terry Company wasn't a better footballer than Terry. He might have been, but what Terry is in that team to do, which is stop goals going in the goal, he's the better than anyone ever. So before you pick, because it's your final decision, don't forget the left back Ashley Cole. Might be concerned about his wife. Pick Terry. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, I if it's between company and Terry, it is. Which it is, yeah. yeah I, I, that's what it is. Yeah. I definitely go um, Terry. So now we're going to move on to our four-man midfield. 
uh, Stav, sorry, yeah, I was about to go, but you go for it. Who have you chosen as your left midfielder? Your Did we tell first? everybody that we've all we've done 4 4 2? 4 4 2 as our formation. Well spotted. Uh, I would have gone three. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, what position? Left, left wing? Mid, left mid. Left mid, I've gone Ryan Giggs. Ryan Giggs. Same as last time. So yeah. always, always do it and then we'll elaborate. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo for me. Left mid. He's right wing. I'm playing him right mid. He's playing left mid in my team. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Gary Neville. Uh, Gary Neville? Gary uh, Ryan Giggs. I'll go Ryan Giggs. I went for Gareth Bale. Okay. Okay. Gone for Ryan Giggs. So Ryan Giggs, well, he wins it. But I mean, if you guys want to try and change our minds. I've got Hazard and Ronaldo swapping between the left and the right. So if you feel better for me to say Hazard, because he was more of a left winger, we'll go with Hazard for this one and I'll give Ronaldo my right winger. So I've changed the Hazard. Did Ronaldo play left wing for United? Yeah, he did. He swapped over. Yeah, he used to play both sides. Yeah, okay. So do you want to give a quick argument for Hazard? Yeah, so my, my argument for Hazard is I think he's one of those players that you mentioned slightly before that there's players that are playing now, existing players, that sometimes get forgotten about. Because it's almost not until they've retired and then people talk about how great they were in their day that that people kind of come to fruition. But when you look at Hazard's ability and those two years where he was absolutely unplayable... I can't remember Ryan Giggs, and I'm a Man United fan, so nobody knows more about what the world was talking about Man United players than than me, I would think. Giggs was never in that bracket. Giggs was never discussed on the same level as when Ronaldinho was about. And when they were all playing at that same era and Real Madrid had... Giggs was, I think, what's happened with Giggs is Giggs was a very good player who was very consistent, and another Gary Neville in terms of amazing attitude and work ethic. But I don't think he ever got 10 goals in a season. I don't think he ever got 10 assists in a single season. The year we won the treble, he only got four goals. And one of those was the one at your mates here swinging his shirt around in the <laughs> FA Cup semi final. So what I'm saying is I think Giggs is... Longevity. Longevity makes him overrated. And yeah, I, you, you would imagine everybody here, I would be the least person to say that. But I think if you put Hazard and Ronaldo, or those kind of players, let's we're going with Hazard. If you put Hazard and, and Ryan Giggs and you say to Lauren, who's the right back, who do you want running at you? Do you want Giggs running at you or do you want Hazard running at you? They're going to go, well, Giggs is just running a straight line fast. Hazard's going to turn me inside out and I'm not going to know what day it is and he's gone. I agree. I, I, I didn't put Giggs in because of those reasons as well. Um, and I put Bale in because A, he's a Spurs player and B, I don't think we'd ever get one more <laughs> to even go on my list. Um, so, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I would have had Hazard over Giggs. Okay. Um, no, I just well. want to say something quickly about Giggs. Um, hasn't he got the most assists in Premier League history? What? Isn't it 162 assists and, and 109 the, goals? If he has the most assists, it's because he's played 25 seasons. The guy's and got... And he's yeah, he's Premier League. I'm, sure, I'm sure he's got more more goals and assists than Hazard. I don't know about ratio-wise. I'm not saying ratio. I'm saying as a total figure. base it on that then because it's got to be Giggs ratio. is retired. Hazard's got another six, seven seasons in him. If they both play 22 seasons... Yeah, well, even in the Prem, if you... Ryan has, yeah, Ryan Giggs has. But go off ratio. Exactly, that's the thing, ratio-wise. That that question for Man U fan, who would Alex Ferguson pick? 
gigs, Mr. Consistent. Yeah. Or has picked him every week for 20 odd years. So. Exactly. Well, considering he loved Best manager Ronaldo, in the Premier yeah. League, he would have picked gigs every day. But he didn't have Hazard in his team. I think what you've got to remember with gigs is that there was never an alternative to gigs for Man United. And I don't think he ever needed that. From Andre Konchowskis, who was quality. It was, it was. And Giggs took over. Giggs took over Konchowskis at the time when the whole of the Class 92 broke through. And it wasn't just Konchowskis because... I can't believe we're arguing opposites. Brian McClare at that time, Mark Hughes at that time, all of them got left behind. The reason there's no competition is because how could you replace Giggs? Someone would have to come in and be on the bench. Who was better than Giggs at the time? Who was better than Giggs at the time? Yeah, I think he'll tell you Pires was better than Giggs at the time when they were both playing 2000, 2001. Sure, better play. 11, 11 Premier Leagues. I, I, personally, I, I'll be honest, I think Pires was a better player and I also think Hazard's a better player than, than Giggs, but you can't knock the guy for what he's done in it. That's why, for me, if I had to pick an all-time 11 for the Prem in terms of achievement and stats... Then you've got to pick Ryan Giggs just because of everything he's won. And he's like, he's won the most Premier Leagues. But I history. would rather have Hazard in my team. Who would you rather have in your team? Giggs or Hazard? That's not what. No, the, no, no, but that's just a, a random, deb- a new debate. Who would you rather have? Keep going. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'll be honest because I grew up watching Giggs. So I saw how much he tortured the other team. Well, you've put Giggs, no? Yeah. Well, look, Giggs has won anyway. Because it's there's, oh no, oh no there's mind. two gigs, yeah, two Hazard and a Bale. So Chris, this is your debate: Are we picking the all-time Premier League eleven? You can't not exactly have said. the guy that's won the most Premier Leagues. Exactly, I agree. Yeah, but that's then yeah, then you pick the United team. Exactly, that's, that's, okay. that's a lot. Uh, guys, 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 guys. Realistically, um, Giggs was the most decorated player, okay. and Fine. you'll see later with one of my players. There's a reason why he's in, and it's because of. His achievement in the league. So yeah, anyway, fine. so no, we've I'm gone for gigs. Well, now we're going to go to the right yeah, mid. Yeah, fine. Now the fine. right mid, I believe, should be one of the easiest ones. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo. Snap. Yep. Cristiano Ronaldo. 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 There you go. <laughs> easiest one. That was. That, do you know what? That was actually so. Hold well on, guys. That was nice. Easy. It's nice when we get along. All right, we're going to move on to our centre mids again. Two names for everyone, please. Straight away, Chris Cox. Paul Scholes, Patrick Vieira. Same. Vieira and Frank Lampard. Same as the boys, Vieira and Scholes. I've got Vieira and De Bruyne. De Bruyne, okay. Mm, so Vieira's definitely in. The the reason I went company, uh, De Bruyne. De Bruyne is he's won you're a it. Secret City fan, I'm joking. <laughs> he's, he's won it uh, two, three times in four seasons. He's won it twice. And in four he's, he's got everything in his locker. I'll tell you what so is a stat. If, if he was playing for as long as Skulls was, I, I love Skulls, don't get me wrong, uh, he would get probably just as many league titles. But yeah, then the same thing happens as well. But wait, Fine. let me tell you, here's a stat though. Did you know that if Sancho doesn't get another five assists this season in Germany and De Bruyne gets another four in the Prem this season, he'll hold the record for most assists in Germany and England simultaneously. That is... Quite an achievement, sure. No, I mean that's amazing. It is absolutely. I, I'm not. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with De Bruyne. I think it's no, amazing. Good, I'm yeah, just saying the you logic can't get of the team. If you're grabbed by that logic, yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right, so we'll move on. So we basically votes went skulls Vieira and Vieira. Yeah, yeah, they got the most votes. Okay, now obviously this is probably the hardest one. Yes, everyone's going to look at it from different viewpoints, and then we'll have to come to decisions. So, Stav, one of your both of your strikers. Sorry, 
Terry Henry. And I'm going to go Dennis Bergkamp. Arsenal fan, just to let you know. Yeah, I mean, looking at your paper as well, you nearly said Wayne Rooney, you would have been better off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No Man United players in my strikers, actually. Um, I've gone Thierry Henry and Aguero. Aguero. Okay. Um, Again, as a Chelsea fan, I hated this guy growing up, but the older you get, the more you realise how good he was. Thierry Henry, for me, 100% is in my team. And... Uh, as I mentioned a minute ago, statistically, I cannot leave out the all-time Premier League goal scorer. It's not to say he was the best ability-wise, but how can you leave out in an all-time eleven the top goal scorer in the? Oh, no, you're right. So and I've the only reason I just think Aguero will become that person. That's, um, fair. That's fair. I don't think there's much between them, but it would have been Shearer if it wasn't Aguero. There was no one else other than those three. Fair enough. Aguero and Cantona. Eric. Okay. No, I just feel like Mike needed another player just to remember yeah. <laughs> from his era. No, I thought Ant Cantona was absolute class. Fair enough. Um, Burkamp-esque, but I thought better. Fair enough. He helped change United, to be fair, when he got there. Yeah, I think in terms of his impact, you're right, definitely. Uh, I've gone Henri and Suarez. Good shout-ish for that. the years he was there. It's a good shout a stat I heard the other day, I couldn't believe it. You know who the second all-time top uh, assist is in the whole world? I don't know if this is wrong, but I can't believe I've read this. Suarez, 261 assists. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be honest. surprised. Suarez I wouldn't be so look, look at his goals to games ratio in the Premier League and it will beat everyone else. But he's not your that, Premier League all 11. He's got the best goals to games ratio. Suarez never won the league. Suarez never won the league. Suarez never won the league. You can't, like, you, he can't make... The only argument is Alan Shearer, if I'm honest. Well, if you want to change your, change your mind, then no. we go to a vote. I'm with you as well, Stav. I think that Alan Shearer is the only person. But I think Dennis Bergkamp's better than Alan Shearer. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Ability. It We're doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so, he, he has the most goals in the Prem. All right. You, so it's up to you if you want to change to Shearer. And we make or it Aguero. A or go to Aguero and we'll stick with Aguero. It's one or the other. I'm going Aguero. Okay, that's fine. So there you have it. We've got it. No, but I mean, on a serious level... That's a good team. Yes. That is a, is a good, good team. team. That's it a good a, team. You can't argue with that. It's a team. Well, yeah. you can. Who, who would be your captain? <laughs> oh. 100% captain. No, legend. Sure has to be. He's definitely not going to be John Terry. What, the most decorated defender? No the most way. Decorated well, captain if Michael's, no in, the way. Team, if Michael's right. in the team, he's captain. No, John no. Terry is literally captain, leader, legend. Just because they're, he was the captain of the team that won the that most. Won everything. It doesn't matter. Won, There's quite was, a few club captains in that team. Yeah, they're all club captains. That's great. But John Terry won the most as club but captain. But that doesn't he mean you're the be best captain. captain. But he was the but best. That's, that's why. He, think about Let me just explain how good John Terry was. Oh quick question. Your, no, not question. The quick, quick stat. A quick fact here. Vieira, when he won all those, whatever, how many he won as captain, yeah? He had one manager. Same as all your players. They had one manager. Same as... <laughs> Basically, John Terry had to do it. He won five titles under ten different managers. He had to keep the dressing yeah, room together. Do you know how hard that is to do? To yeah, keep the dressing room together. You can give it. You can give it to Terry, but Michael just take it off him leader. anyway. Listen, well, at the same time, Chris, John Terry play? had a billionaire owner that bought him right. the richest team in the world ever that. to play around him. But it doesn't matter. That but one minute, John Terry went to Chelsea at ninety-eight. What did he do between ninety-eight and two thousand and three when the Roman he came won in? FA Cups. He, he done won, nothing he for five years. He won FA Cups. He won. Uh, Super Show me his defensive record between those five years. Show me where you, you finished in the stats. league. Exactly. The reason why John Terry was as successful as he was is because Chelsea had a great team around. Got him. a billionaire that came how. in. 
Oh, he is who's, the captain. Who's your captain? Mine's Thierry Henry. Who's your captain? What? Definitely. Well, we'll come come you know what? Pick, pick your captains first. I'll be honest. I can't believe I'll, I'll, go, I'll go Vieira on. But I just explained why it can't be Vieira. Go and why? speak. Because he had one manager. He had a United. Go team. and speak to the Arsenal players from the Invincible season. Go and speak. This to ain't them. the last dance, Michael Jordan. Where we had to pull everyone. Go together. and they speak the to them, and, and they will always tell you that he was the biggest motivational part of that. Hello, team. John Terry. What, wasn't Vieira captain during that season? Your Invincibles vote? season, it was Vieira, then Vieira left, and then we'll be... Right, so your vote, sorry? Vieira. Vieira as well, I can't believe what I'm 100%, hearing. 100%, Invincibles. Schmeichel. So hold up, you guys are going to tell me Vieira was a better captain, a better leader, and a better legend than the best <laughs> central defender in Premier League history? Easy. He was the better captain, yeah. There you he go, didn't guys. bang that his mate's why. wife, brother. Allow it. Don't tell me he's a better captain, bro. At least you know Patrick Vieira pitch, trying to tings on his wife. We're talking about when you're pitch. a captain, it's not about on the pitch. Captain's about holding a dressing room he and looking after a squad. He held, he held his uh, left back misses together as well. He we was playing on the Liverpool, same team as Liverpool him. Liverpool showed this season how hard it is to go invincible. Arsenal did that. Do you they want to change know, your mind? You know from how Schmeichel silly to Vieira? No, I can't. And I, if you're going, if on, it's a choice out of uh, my Schmeichel okay. was my second option, to be honest. So there you have it, guys. We've picked our all-time Premier League eleven between us. We've definitely had uh, some disagreements along the way. Just want to say, I still cannot believe that John Terry isn't the captain in this team. But anyway, here is the team. We've gone for Schmeichel in goal. Ashley Cole left back. John Terry and Ferdinand at centre back. With Gary Neville as your right back. We've got Ryan Giggs left mid. Skulls and Vieira in the middle. Uh, Vieira being the captain. Somehow. And Ronaldo as the right mid. And up top, we've gone for Thierry Henry. And Sergio Aguero leaving out the all-time Premier League top goal scorer. Somehow. Guys, I'd love to thank you all for coming along. Thanks for having us. Really, really getting on my nerves in the end in there with uh, John Terry uh, not being our captain. But I know everyone watching will be feeling as frustrated as me. So yeah, thank you very much and I hope to see you all soon. And that just about brings us to the end of another episode of the People's Pundit Podcast. If you've enjoyed yourself as much as I have, don't panic. Subscribe and you'll never have to miss another episode again. Like and share, or if you're feeling extra generous, leave me a five-star review. And if you have something to say, don't be shy. Just get in contact via Instagram or Facebook at The People's Pundit. And I look forward to putting you in your place. See you on the next one, guys. Come on the Chelsea.